0: Welcome back to another episode of 3x3 Hustle Hype. This is your host, 2019 FIBA 3x3 Asia Cup champion and World Cup participant. And pleasure to say we've got a guy from across the ditch, maybe a traditional rival, and that is former 3x3 New Zealand number one player, now number two, and that is Cole Neuer. How are we doing, mate?
1: Good, mate. You're good, thank you. How you doing?
0: Now, it's taken a, well, maybe two or three weeks to, to try and get this up, and First, before forever ado, congratulations on the new one, obviously being a proud dad myself. How is the bub going? How's everything? How's life across there?
1: Yeah, it's good. All good over here. I mean, we're in uh, lockdown at the moment, so um, it's actually been a bit of a blessing in disguise to be able to be home with the family, helping out where I can and not, not at work. So, um, yeah, it's been good. Obviously, a bit of lack of sleep, but um, other than that, it's been awesome. She's a pretty chilled out baby, so hopefully that continues.
0: Absolutely. And yeah, talk about, because I mean, with, with lockdown, you would have been New Zealand were taking the lead, and um, I guess basketball, yeah, we just saw the, the five and five league just conclude, but just straight back into into lockdown, how's that sort of transition? Are you able to work out, or? Um, uh,
1: I'm quite lucky. I've got my own facility up in uh, Swish Factory. So I can, yeah. go there's no restriction to that as long as I got by myself, that's fine. So I can get down there every day, which has been awesome. Um, but everything else is closed. <laughs> Um, so that's the real only issue is that everything's closed to public, um, other than personal use. So, um, I'm probably one of the few that can, um, but I suppose lockdown, we've gone back into it for sort of three weeks now, um, just because we had one more community outbreak. So, um, back out of it on Monday and hopefully going back to some more normality then.
0: Before we get into it first, I want to talk about Switch City. It was pretty cool when I saw it up, Bit bit of a warehouse and there's actually a... yeah you might know people here. We've kind a of Swish City actually just launched just around the, the corner around for me, and obviously I think just out of respect of what you what you've accomplished, talk to me about that warehouse. Is what shooting guns? I mean, you're playing for X3 out of there, and yeah, I mean, yeah, pretty
1: cool um, sort of initiative. Yeah, it's it's a bit of a um, yeah, it's it's a bit of a thing I've wanted to do for quite a while. Um, I never had any sort of individual training or any individual. Coaching when I was a young kid growing up, and I think if I had that I may have be been a different player today. Um, and have always wanted to do it. And actually, when we, we came across to Melbourne for a tournament and saw how many amazing facilities were over here, over there, and and we're like, why haven't we got anything like this in New Zealand and whatever else? And so put some sort of ideas down on, on paper, and um, you know, business partner got cracking and, and found a warehouse. Um, we've got eight Doctor Dish machines, um, a full court. We've got some ball handling stations. Um, we run our three-on-three three leagues out of there. We run, obviously, normal coaching sessions, individual workouts. Um, have some of the other guys come in, other sort of tall black guys come in and train in there and all the rest of it. So, yeah, it's really it's, – it's first first of its kind, I suppose, in New Zealand and um, hoping to put a few more around the place when we can.
0: No, nah, that's awesome. That's awesome. Now, 3X3, 2014 was the first year you um, – yeah, donned the jersey in that regard. I mean, taking you back to – to, I guess that very um, six years ago now but how do you be introduced to the format I and mean, what was your very first impressions um, yeah how do you find it
1: yeah I mean I I, uh, I was playing 5-on-5 five five at the time and a, a coach uh, that I was, well, that was the assistant coach of the team actually was the head coach for New Zealand and he said to me do you want to come and trial for a, a three-on-three team it was in the middle of the season and I thought oh yeah we will come and give it a go why not found out it was in the World Cup was in Russia so I thought yeah we'll give it a go and um, yeah made the team and, and head over to over to Russia and um, I loved it. I thought it was an absolutely awesome format of the game and um, really quick and <laughs> um, I think the benefit of of being able to shoot a three-point shot helps quite a lot in three-on-three three as well and um, that was probably one of the things that I, I loved about it. Um, the tournament itself was a bit strange. Over in Russia, it was the first. <laughs> uh, it was We played with the Nike balls, so they were quite light and it was an outdoor tournament in this massive, big concrete parking lot pretty much. <laughs> and shot a ball when it would go two, two metres past the backboard. Um, so, everything was lapsed anyway. so it was a, yeah, But it was a, a wicked experience on the list.
0: You obviously fell in love with it, was it, from that very first tournament? And I guess the uniqueness, like you talk about, you're in a car park in Russia, and you would have been thinking when you're playing five and five growing up, especially, say, New Zealand, basketball-wise, a bit different. We just sort of a bit of an eye open and went, this is something I really want to get into?
1: Yep, definitely. As soon as I played the first game over there, that was it. I was like, I'm not playing 5-5 and again. I'm going to be 3-on-3 focused and um, obviously saw the opportunities around the world to different places you can go and play in and the world tours and the World Cups, Asia Cups, all the rest of it. So, um, from there on I probably pretty much, um, yeah, thought to myself, right, I'm going to be a 3-on-3 player now and uh, try to specialise as early as possible. Um, And yeah, just love it.
0: You... um... Where have you seen? Have you seen it? Um, I mean, I've I've seen it change in in the last year or two. I mean, I would imagine two thousand and fourteen. Sure, the physical side still was was the same, but where have you sort of seen those those differences in in the game?
1: Uh, yeah, the physical side was definitely was there a little bit. I think it's probably a bit more physical now. Well, okay. Um, I think the, I think there's the the involvement of how many players are playing it is probably the biggest thing, and how many tournaments are around the world and. Um, Back then, there was the world champs and there's a few tournaments in Europe and whatever else. But now, I mean, there's tournaments everywhere. There's proper pro leagues everywhere. Um, So, I think it's just developed a great deal. And obviously, at the Olympics, um, it's even bigger. So, um, yeah, it's pretty crazy how far it's grown in six years of me being involved, let alone the 10 years it has been going.
0: Absolutely. That um, World Cup uh, or, yeah, World Championships in Russia, finished 12th, winning 3-6, was it? I guess it's so early in the stage where you're thinking, yeah, this is something, you know, I mean, were you thinking we, whereas as a nation could really, I guess, succeed in it? Um, was that Has that passion sort of driven anything?
1: Uh, yeah, I think so. I think being a being a small nation, it's a, a, yeah sort of definitely a platform we can go and, and do well on. Obviously, we've won a, a couple of under-18 world champs and... Um, a couple of Asia Cups and whatever else. So I think we we do well for a small nation. I think it definitely is a, a game that we can do well at. Um, yes, yeah, so I think it's yeah. Definitely for me, being able to go and perform and sound play for New Zealand has, has been has been great for me and huge success in my life so far. Anyway.
0: Absolutely. Talk about Russia. Where where else have you travelled? Um, and and what's been the most memorable sort of place and for what reason?
1: Um, most memorable place was probably. Uh, last year in, in japan we went over for the um final of the 3x3 exe um yeah. japanese league over there um and one of our guys couldn't actually come across because he had work and he couldn't get out of it so we went over with three guys um and expected to not do very well yeah. um and ended up coming third and winning a bunch of money and um but i mean japan's huge for three on three and they've got an awesome fan base and they love it, so you get treated like royalty over there and um, the guys from the league are just awesome. Um, so that's probably, and, and the food. I mean, the food over in Japan's amazing. So um, there's another good reason to go over there.
0: Talk to me about that league, because it was a bit of a like a unique approach. Like I so saw you have I mean, South Korea were involved with the SJ Leo sort of spoke about, Japan. I mean, how did New Zealand get in that and what was, I mean, the processes in, in terms of a pathway, it was a bit of a pioneering sort of you've got a league and then, was there challenger circuits attached to it, or, you know, sort of had that all come, all come about?
1: I think they wanted to expand their league into a few different countries, like you said um, South Korea and um, Thailand and us. Um, and I think um, there's a bit of a relationship with the uh, three on three guy here in New Zealand, um, Dave Huxford. And he dealt with um, Masaki over in, in Japan. And he wanted to bring two conferences to New Zealand. So we ran one out of uh, Sush Factory in Auckland, and they ran one down in Christchurch as well. Um, and they ran for eight weeks, eight weeks long. So, you played a tournament uh, every sort of second week for eight weeks. And then right. the top two teams from each conference traveled to Japan and played in their uh, final over there in Tokyo.
0: Um, uh, yeah. And so, the, that tournament in Japan was in Tokyo, the final?
1: Yeah, it was in Tokyo. It was yeah. in uh, Roppongi Hills in Tokyo, the, the quite passionate yeah, exactly. place the Gucci and all the rest of it over there.
0: Not a bad spot, though. I mean, yeah, it was
1: real cool. Nah,
0: awesome. Mate, we were spoken about it a lot the, the pride and obviously representing the country. And um, obviously, we, we came across the same path in the Asia Cup last year. And it's always, you know, whenever you're playing, obviously, when you're doing 3x3 and that, you're playing in a you know, pro team as, as such. But I want to talk to you about that pride and wearing you know, the Tall Blacks jersey, irrespective of what you're, you're playing in. I mean, what does it mean to you, especially obviously being a junior and in, in the likes?
1: Oh, it means, it means a, a great deal to me. Um, obviously, representing New Zealand is huge and probably the ultimate goal in, in my sporting career. So being able to do that when I was sort of uh, mid-20s is huge. Um, and I think it's a, a very special moment for any person to put on a black jersey now representing a, a nation of five million here in New Zealand and, and doing all you can to to go out and win, win a couple of games for the country. So um, it's probably, as I say, it's probably one of my biggest achievements um, in my life. Uh, currently, and um, yeah, it's, it's something that's been um, a good good rollercoaster for the last sort of six years. Anyway, that's for sure.
0: Mm, absolutely. Now, the Olympics, obviously in Tokyo, um, and you guys are in the Olympic qualifying tournament going to be held in Austria next May. Um, how's been the process in that regard? Were you were you factoring into being involved? Um, I mean, I'd imagine they'd be placing a significant priority. I mean, how's your ambitions in in regards to that?
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean, I'm, I'm very keen to be involved in that, in that squad if I can. Um, I think there are going to be some sort of trials coming up, coming up shortly um, to get that sort of stuff going. Um, I know there's been a long list put out of, of players, so um, we're just really waiting for the next step to see what happens from there. But again, um, yeah, Olympics is, again, the next, next tear up. So we're um, to get there for sure.
0: What was the emotion seeing your name come across? I mean, the, the, the country being announced and being in that pool.
1: Oh, it was unreal. I mean we, yeah. we did I, I didn't expect it anyway, that's for sure. Um yeah. and then it came across it was just like wow uh <laughs> Were you
0: were you like next day I'm in the gym like yeah. then the it yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That was
1: it straight in there, straight in there getting up shots <laughs> in the in the yeah. gym, yeah, yeah. doing the rest of it for sure.
0: Now, talk about that group, though. It's it's, it's gonna be brutal, and if you're gonna qualify, I mean, it's the good, the best thing in it, and the beautiful thing about three x three, like it's you know, like uh, on your day. But we talk about the USA World Cup champions, Lithuania, who's a powerhouse, traditional powerhouse, Belgium, and South Korea. I mean, have you looked at that and gone, yeah, wow? But I mean, if you qualify, you've obviously deserved to do it.
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean, the the two the two big ones, right? USA. Uh... They've always been great in the, in the 3x310 and they're great athletes in any, any basketball regard. Um, and yep. in Lithuania, another, another big step up. They've had a team that's uh, coming now to the World Tour too, and I'm sure you would have seen them, the, the team Sakai, and I'm guessing that'll be the yeah. team that represents Lithuania. And they've, they're unbelievable four players too. So um, if we were to qualify, it'd be a very, very tough task at hand. Um, mm. But again, the experience of, of going and playing these guys again would be um, unreal. So...
0: Absolutely. I want to talk to you about that because I mean it's funny, and I want to talk. Yeah, personally, it's uh, the depression. Masters are just about to, to open up. There's, I think, there's masters in Budapest, and the emotion. I mean, there's just a sense of, and I understand the the significance of what's going on in the world, but yeah, um, there's a, a level of jealousy, um, and I'm sure, like, obviously, we spoke about it because even at the World Tour, and I saw eighteen or oh, twelve teams, and I was like. Oh geez like I mean my borders are shut so I wouldn't even be able to get in and out but I was even like I'd be happy enough to be in isolation for two weeks just to be able to play again Yeah. Um, I, I want to talk to you about that I mean how's that feeling as well because you're sort of seeing events and unfortunately the, the Asia Cup just been postponed well cancelled for this year how is that sort of you know how you I mean what are you doing in this time to sort of try and I guess generate a little bit of momentum to play because it's as you know, it's um, playing the game is the only real way, like you can prepare and do individuals and play in, in that sort of format. But how are you using this time to, I guess, prepare for the Olympics and even try and generate some games?
1: Yeah, I mean, that, that's probably my initial thought too when I saw it. I was like, man, I wish I was playing and
0: <laughs> you're yeah. like, could to
1: be there. And then I suppose on the other hand, I'm like, awesome, there's some three on three to watch and there's going to be yeah, some absolutely. Three games to watch and, uh, so I think especially being in, in lockdown, there's um, two days of three and three I can watch, which is great. Yeah. Um, I suppose in terms of study, like you've said it hit the the head really, you've got to be playing three on three to to be getting better at three on three. Um, and we just sort of try and organise training sessions with with six guys and um, we try and play for sort of an hour and a half and simulate different games, games to eleven, games to fifteen, games to twenty one and even games past that to see if we can work on our Obviously, fitness and, and physicality and um, trying to stay in shape is probably the, the hardest thing with three on three because you can't, I suppose, you can't really um, get into three on three shape without playing three on three, as you said, because of the brutality of yeah. it. Absolutely. Um, yeah, so we just do all we can here to, to try and play and get a group of guys training together. And we do run a men's league up at Swiss to 2, which has been great to play in that every week. Um, so hopefully, again, once we get out of this lockdown, we'll be doing more of a, more of a routine to be able to play.
0: And how's that, that that men's league? I mean, that's uh, yourself sort of start that up, or I mean, yep. yeah.
1: So within within Bush Factory, we've tried, we've tried to go the sort of three on three route. Obviously, I'm a bit biased in, in three on three, um, yeah. and there's no real three on three leagues in New Zealand. Um, so we're trying to get something going. Every every school term, we run a league for um, like eleven and twelve year old kids, right through to men's and women's. Um, and so the men's, the men's league is a part of that. Obviously, I wanted to play in it, and there's a, a few guys around that are keen to play in it too, so um, awesome. that's been going for pretty much since we opened, really. Um, and, yeah, we just play sort of a tournament each night, each Monday night, which is good.
0: And yeah. how's that been? I mean, generate a lot of interest or, I mean, what uh, barriers you've sort of faced or...?
1: Yes and no. I mean, there's there's a lot of people that are like, yeah, we're working to come and play, and then there are people that are like, oh, I'm not really interested in three-on-three three and... Mm-hmm. Then there'll be teams that come down and try, and like, oh, I love this. I'm going to keep coming every time, and they've they've been with us for the last year. Um, I think it's a bit a bit of education around three on three two and and making sure that everyone knows what it is and mm-hmm. um, video footage of how it's played and all the rest of it, because anyone plays it, they they love it straight away. But it's getting them in their the first step. So um, yeah,
0: absolutely. Now I want to talk to you to to finish on is. I guess you're a bit of a, a pioneer in terms of you've been playing since 2014. And you're talking about you, you've developed a league, which I think is quite significant. But how do you see, I guess, the the, the key points in how 3X3 basketball can continue growing in New Zealand?
1: Um, I think it's definitely definitely playing it a lot more. Um, I think having leagues all around New Zealand would be great. And then having a sort of a final in, um, in New Zealand somewhere um, would be awesome. Um, I think definitely, definitely. I mean, a pathway for New Zealand also is traveling across to a few tournaments. I've talked to a few guys at Hustle there about um, coming out and bringing some junior teams over to the Hustle tournaments in, in Aussie. Mm-hmm. and Aussie, um, and obviously there's a um, market of people to play in the New Zealand uh, the Japanese league, which will get them across to Japan if they are successful with that. Um, mm-hmm. So I think there's a, there's a huge there's a pathway for basketball for three on three basketball in New Zealand. Um, I think it just needs to be a bit more groundwork done and, and that grassroots level to. Make everyone aware of it and, and really push it is probably the biggest thing.
0: Are you and I'll say I also don't want to cut your career short. Are you seeing that as a transition piece as you progress into the next phase of your sort of life as as being a coach or as as being heavily influenced and influential in the in that sport?
1: Yeah, I think I'll definitely. Um, I've probably got a, a few more years left. Hopefully, um, yeah. But definitely <laughs> once that once my career is finished, I'll definitely be doing all I can to push. Other players to, to 3x3. I mean, that's um, if someone could have what I've the experience I've had through my life of playing 3x3, then that's, uh, that's huge. And that's something that we wanted to hand over to someone else to, to push them through and ensure they play 3x3 for their country and um, do as much as what I've done, which has been great. Is there any
0: at any time have you sort of looked at those five and fives? You sort of hit up Mickey Vacona and say, Well, hey, come across and play with me for a, a 3x3 game.
1: Yeah, we've done a, I've done a few of that, done a, done a little bit of that for sure. Um, <laughs> yeah, there are another couple of guys I'm talking to at the moment about um, jumping in, so hopefully at some stage we'll get um, a couple of other guys around and and playing, which would be nice.
0: Nah, awesome. And I, I want to touch on the last thing, and, and yeah, I mean, obviously, hopefully, so sort of changes. We've locked down with lockdown, but that 3x3 three, three league, which is a New Zealand league, which you're not sort of involved in just yet. Are you seeing that? Obviously, just the the Olympic sport and the and I guess the momentum that's bu- building generally it's is generating a lot of, um. I guess attention in, into the sport, um, you know, as a three x three par as someone that watches or as a junior tall black, he's, um, if there was some some words of advice or something where you go, hey, you want to be a star in this sort of sport, you know, what what would that be? And then the other side is. Um, you know, how would they treat that as a serious pathway in terms of, you know, five on five and three x three is completely different. But what would, what would be your words of advice in that regard?
1: Yeah, I mean, the, the biggest thing I think is just be playing three x three. That's that's the that's the main thing. Give it a go and, and see if you like it. If you like it, carry on playing. I mean, we still have a few tournaments run by Bassman New Zealand here. The Quest tournaments to play and jump and play in those. And obviously, when they get serious enough, look at look at playing in different. Um, obviously, playing in the men's division at the Quest and um, trying to get involved with the Japanese league and all the rest of it. But um yeah, it's probably the probably the easiest way to do it is to be playing as much as you can to be seen by selectors and whatnot. Um I suppose the lucky thing we've got here is that the selectors for the three X three teams do go to five on five tournaments too. Um so they do are picking up five on five guys um from three for three X three teams. So um yeah but I suppose it's just just a matter of, of playing it and, and being known to be playing it I suppose is is the biggest thing.
0: Awesome, mate. Really appreciate it. Appreciate your time, especially with a, a three-year-old, three-week-old girl. I Understand how time yeah. is, a, is a precious thing. So, mate, I really, really appreciate it. From um, mm-hmm. on behalf of the Three X Three Hustle team, but it's more so, um, good luck with uh, the Olympic qualifiers. If I don't speak to you before, then. hopefully, then it ends still a while mm-hmm. away. But, mate, really appreciate your time. Right. Um, thank you again, and for everyone else, thank you for tuning in for another episode of Three X Three Hustle hype. If you could head to our Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, check us out. And again, Cole, really appreciate it, mate.